Chapter 16. Justin breathed in rhythm with his pedaling. Max ran at full speed about a hundred yards ahead. Justin couldn't believe the pace Max could keep up for so long. He moved so fast and so effortlessly, it was like he was barely even exerting himself. Justin, on the other hand, was getting a good workout. His side was cramping up, but he couldn't slow down now. He had to keep up with Emilio's truck. Every once in a while, Max got too far ahead of Justin. Max would stop and wait for him to catch up, his tongue hanging out of his mouth. Justin was pretty sure that if Max could talk, he'd be telling him to hurry up. Max led Justin through a part of town he'd never been in before. For a minute, Justin thought Max was going to stop in front of one of the dilapidated houses or empty storefronts, but he didn't. He just barreled forward, down one street and then another, until finally he stopped at the end of the block, where the asphalt gave way to a dirt path. He sniffed excitedly at the ground. Justin pulled to a stop. "'What's the matter, boy?' he asked as he caught his breath. "'Did you lose him?' Max raised his head and sniffed at the air for a second. Justin could tell from the twitch in his nose and the way his head tilted a little this way, then a little that way, that he was sorting through the hundreds of things he could smell at once. Suddenly, Max locked onto a scent. He hopped up and took off again, forging into the woods. Justin raced after him. They barreled through dense foliage and over a rutted, narrow dirt road that Justin had never been on before. The trees were so thick overhead that very little sunlight came through. The path was shaded and treacherous. There were rocks and roots everywhere, and Justin had to focus to keep from getting thrown from his bike. Max moved almost silently over the under undergrowth and dirt. It was like he floated when he ran. After what seemed like forever, Max finally stopped. He crouched down and raised his snout in the air. His ears stood at attention, pointing right for the sky. Every inch of his body was alert and ready. He stayed like that until Justin pulled up next to him and stopped. Max was scanning the trees, his ears and nose tuning into frequencies of sound and sense Justin would never know. Justin couldn't believe how cool it was to see Max's training at work. Justin heard voices through the trees. He couldn't see any faces, but at least one of the men sounded familiar. He could hear Emilio's voice drifting toward him. "'Should we do the smart thing and get out of here?' Justin whispered to Max. Max turned his big brown eyes to Justin and held his gaze for a moment. He panted and then snapped his mouth shut. Justin smiled. Nah, I don't think so either. He scratched the top of Max's head. Good job, buddy. Suddenly, Max's ears pricked forward and his head whipped around to the direction they had come. Before Justin could wonder what was happening, he felt a rumble in the ground and heard the sound of an engine approaching, fast. Someone was coming right for them along the road they had just traveled. Justin hopped up off his bike and dragged it off to the side of the road. He grabbed Max by the collar and led him into the foliage. They crouched down side by side behind a fallen tree, just seconds before a 4x4 truck with massive off-road tires sped down the road and right past them. Justin caught a quick glimpse through the side window. Tyler sat in the passenger seat, a serious look on his face. He couldn't tell who was driving. Max tried to pull away, but Justin held him tightly by the collar. He put a finger on Max's nose. Shh, Max, Justin whispered. Stay. The truck disappeared over a small slope. Justin heard it downshift and then come to a stop. Justin and Max crept slowly forward until they could see over the rise and down into a clearing below. Emilio stood with a small group of extremely scary-looking dudes. 
They had huge biceps and wore matching leather jackets and tall black leather boots. One of them, the smallest guy, seemed to be in charge. He was giving directions in Spanish. Tyler hopped off of the truck, while the largest man, Justin, had never seen, emerged from the driver's side. He was well over six feet tall, and he was as wide as three other men put together. He loomed over Tyler. Justin could see why he'd brought him along. He wore jeans, a leather vest, and had a very obvious holster on his belt. The giant man whistled sharply. The two sturdy Rottweilers sailed out of the back of the truck, and their muscles rippling in the sunlight. They landed on the ground with a thud and sat down, one on either side of Tyler and the man. Max shifted his weight and whimpered softly. Justin instinctively put an arm around Max's neck, hoping it would settle him. Stack! Show them, Tyler snapped. The humongous man, Stack, lumbered around to the back of the truck, the dogs trailing closely behind him, and opened the doors. He lifted out a long metal object. It took a second for Justin to realize what he was seeing. It was a military rifle. Kyle had once shown him something like it on a video call. Stack handed it over to Emilio's buddy. The man inspected it carefully. He raised it to his shoulder and pointed it into the woods near Justin and Max. Justin's heart was pounding so hard, he was sure the men would be able to hear it. Max licked his lips and tried to pull away. His instincts were kicking in. After all, he was trained to find weapons just like that one. Justin held him tightly. The man holding the rifle spoke in Spanish to Emilio. Justin couldn't understand the words, but he knew the tone wasn't exactly friendly. He likes it, Emilio said to Tyler, but he wants to know for sure you've got more where this came from. I understood what he said, Tyler said sharply. Tell him this is strictly show and tell. There's plenty more. The man spoke to Emilio in Spanish. He wants to know where the rest is, Emilio translated. Tyler smirked. It's stored in a nice, safe place. We'll deliver it as soon as the second half of the money is deposited into my account, like we agreed upon. Tyler's voice was laden with menace. He stepped forward and snatched the weapon back from the man's hand. That'll take down a chopper, he said with a grin. But if you really want to do some damage, check this one out. Tyler snapped his fingers at Stack, who stomped over to the back of the truck and pulled out a bigger, heavier, and altogether scarier-looking weapon. Justin recognized it immediately as a rocket launcher, something else Kyle had taught him about. Justin swallowed hard. This was serious business. He and Max needed to get out of here fast. He was getting in way over his head, and it seemed like the best idea was to alert the authorities that something super illegal was about to go down. Just as Justin was about to pull Max back toward the road, Justin caught the scent, I'm sorry, Max caught the scent of the rocket launcher. Justin recalled that the last big haul Max and Kyle had found before Kyle was killed was a huge cache of weapons, just like this one. Before Justin could stop him, Max's entire demeanor changed. He stood up on all fours. His eyes lit up, his ears pointed forward, his mouth snapped shut, and he whimpered loudly. Justin's stomach flipped. The adrenaline shot through his body. This wasn't good. Sure enough, one of the Rottweilers, the bigger, meaner-looking one, heard Max and snapped to attention. Both of Stack's dogs now skittered excitedly around the clearing, sniffing at the air, their muscular bodies poised for attention. They both started to growl as they nosed at the underbrush. This was bad, Justin thought. Very, very bad. Tyler whispered something to Stack, who tried to get his dogs in line with a few commands. 
The man with Emilio had taken note of the dog's behavior, too, and started to speak nervously in Spanish. Emilio gave a concerned nod as he listened. "'He wants to know what's bothering the dogs,' Emilio said. "'Probably just some critter,' Stack said. "'Coyote, maybe.' "'Still,' Tyler said smoothly, "'no reason to hang around here any longer than we need to, right? "'Your boy good, Emilio?' Emilio and the man exchanged a few words in Spanish. "'The money will be wired into your account in the morning.' Emilio took one step forward and got in Tyler's face. He pointed a finger at Tyler. But if you're setting him up... Tyler swatted Emilio's hand away. No one's setting anyone up. You tell him that. Tyler stared down Emilio until Emilio turned away and hopped in a huge black SUV with the three other men. They sped out of the clearing, leaving a trail of dust. Tyler turned to Stack, a look of fury on his face. Send those dogs out now. Stack whistled and with a great flurry of barking and growling, the Wattweilers bounded toward the trees. They were coming for Justin and Max. Chapter 17 Justin ran faster than he ever had run in his life. He had never had a reason to move that quickly before, because he'd never been chased by two rabid beasts and two men with guns. He could hear the burly Rottweilers tromping through the underbrush and panting heavily as they came after him and Max. Justin reached his bike and grabbed the handlebars. He hopped on and was just about to take off when the smaller of the two dogs came bursting through the trees. The Rottweiler blocked their path and growled at Justin. Before the huge dog could make a move, Max lunged at him, guarding Justin. The two dogs snarled at each other, their upper lips curling up to reveal their fangs. The Rottweiler seemed to hesitate and for a fr fraction of a second, Justin thought maybe they could get around him and get out of here. Suddenly, the second Rottweiler came charging out of the woods. He leaped into the air, heading right for Justin. Justin raised his arm to protect himself, but Max hurtled himself at the dog, slamming into the Rottweiler mid-air and knocking him to the ground. Max landed on top of him. The two dogs rolled around in the dirt, a frenzy of growls and bites and scratches, battling each other fiercely. Justin watched helplessly, unable to tell if Max was getting hurt. Max pulled back from the Rottweiler, his sides heaving as he panted, and the dogs circled each other for a long moment. Justin held his breath, trying desperately to think of some way to help Max. He looked around for a large rock but couldn't find anything. Max looked up at him as if he was trying to tell Justin something. Before Justin had a chance to figure out what, Max suddenly zipped past him, running further into the woods. The Rottweilers followed, nipping at his heels. Max was leading the dogs away from Justin, so Justin could escape. Justin was too worried about Max to move at first. He stood, frozen, watching the trees where Max had disappeared. Would Max be able to defend himself against two dogs? Would he know how to get home? Justin hated the thought of leaving Max behind in the woods, but Max had clearly wanted to give Justin a chance to get away. Justin heard heavy footsteps moving through the trees. Then Tyler's voice drifted through toward his hiding spot. He was yelling at Stack. That was no coyote. How could you let this happen? Justin didn't wait around for Stack's response. He hopped off his bike and spun around down the road that led out of the woods. He pedaled furiously over the bumps and dips, barely steering around knotty patches of vines and roots. He took a chance and turned to look behind him for a second to see if anyone was catching up. Just as he did, Justin hit something with his front tire and flew over in his handlebars landing flat on his back. The wind was knocked out of him, and he lay there for a split second, trying to breathe again. 
His entire body was in shock from the sudden pain. Justin stood up carefully and gingerly decided he wasn't seriously hurt. Maybe just a few scrapes and bruises. His bike, on the other hand, was completely destroyed. The front rim was totally mangled, and the tire was flat as a pancake. But there was no time to feel sorry for himself or be sad about the bike that he and Kyle used to work on together. The bike they had tuned up while Tyler watched. Tyler, the same man who was chasing Justin that very second. Justin picked up his bike and tossed it off to the side of the road, into the thick patch of leaves. He'd have to come back for it later. Then he took off on foot. Justin didn't know what was worse, hearing Tyler and Stack chasing after him, or hearing nothing at all. The woods were still as he ran along. He didn't even hear Max's barking anymore, and he hoped that his dog was safe. After a few minutes, Justin realized he had somehow gotten off the dirt road and into a smaller path. He must have taken a wrong turn somewhere. Now he had even less of a clue where he was, or how he'd get out of here. A whooshing sound suddenly broke through the quiet. It was silent again for a moment, then whoosh! He heard it again. Cars. He was hearing cars driving by. Justin hurried in the direction of the noise and let out a whoop when he stumbled out of the trees and onto the side of a paved two-lane road. It was empty of cars. As he waited for someone to drive by, he heard a rustling sound behind him. He spun around, ready to fight, but instead dropped to his knees. Max! He was alive! Injured and limping with blood on his side, but very much alive. A car appeared in the distance. Lie down, Max, Justin said. Max lay down. The sedan cruised along toward them, and Justin stepped into the middle of the road, waving his arms. Frantically over his head, of course. The car came to a stop, and an old lady rolled down the passenger side window. She looked like she could be someone's grandma. "'Are you okay, son?' she asked worriedly. "'I'm fine, ma'am, but my dog is hurt. We need a ride,' Justin begged. "'Well, hop in,' she said, motioning for him to get inside. Justin opened the back door for Max. They were both surprised to hear a burst of high-pitched barks and yips. Justin leaned in to see a small, fluffy white dog bouncing around frantically in the back seat. The dog glared at Max. Max hesitated for a second, taking in the tiny terror. Justin looked over his shoulder to see if Stack or Tyler were coming. They weren't. Yet. But they would pick up Justin's trail soon enough. Let's go, Max, Justin urged. Up. Max clambered into the back seat and Justin sat in the front. The little dog continued its frenzy yipping. Max ignored it and stared out the window. Ma'am, may I borrow your phone? Justin asked. It was the millionth time in his life that he wished he had a cell phone. Sure, honey. She dug around for it in her purse. Justin smiled at her, and off they drove, away from the Rottweilers, away from Stack, and most importantly, away from Tyler.